The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton and we are going to talk about what happens when you defund the police. Uh, there is a movement across the nation that is extremely disturbing to me. Uh, I will tell you, this is not a news show. Uh, this is a podcast. It's my podcast, so I'm going to give you my opinion on it. Uh, you are welcome to share your opinion. You can do that by emailing me at opal, O-P-A-L, at million kids, and uh, share with me what your thoughts are on this. But... I have been in the business of combating sex trafficking, social media exploitation, child pornography, and sextortion for over 12 years now. And uh, there are days I feel it in my bones, believe me. I have looked at tens of thousands of articles over my lifetime of trying to understand this crime and how do we beat this crime. I have pretty much dedicated my retirement years to taking this thing on. Uh, I run a Facebook page. You can go to Million Kids Facebook page, and uh, you will see we post important cases on there every day. Uh, We uh, will often do that, sometimes more than one, but we often do that because as I work with this crime, I I am not interested in being some radical activist that that goes out and marches up and down the street. That's okay if that's your thing. I'm not judging that. I'm just saying for me, I want to deal with facts and I want to understand the trends and I want to understand what is taking this on or making this happen. And more important, what can our society do in general and law enforcement specifically to stop this? So I look at every case that I can find. I analyze it from a standpoint of what did I learn about the perpetrator? What did I learn about the uh, victim? And what can I share with law enforcement so that they can be more efficient in solving these crimes? Crimes of sexual exploitation are unique. They're not like uh, somebody who went in and robbed a C-store. They're usually very coordinated. They're multi-jurisdictional. They have multiple people in them. And it's coming from a sociopathic point of view. Pimping is not about sex. It is about mind control. It is about power. It is about exploiting other people's bodies, mind, and soul so that you can control and make money. And it is done by individuals, and it is done by gangs, and it is done by large-scale rings. It is done by overseas cartels, and it's done by U.S. organized crime. And much of it is about money laundering. These are complex crimes, and they take a lot to solve. So I have literally looked at and spent uh, 
tens of thousands of hours of understanding it. When uh, you attend one of my seminars, people tell me that they get more information out of one four-hour period than they can ever possibly digest. So they come back two or three times to pick up whatever they missed. Uh, it is because it is so complex. It's one thing to see a documentary out there and realize, okay, this is bad, and that's one person's story. But sex trafficking and labor trafficking are very complex. Some of these rings are very large. They will launder tens of millions of dollars out of out of your community, out of Los Angeles, Minneapolis, Detroit, uh, Chicago, Dallas, uh, L.A., uh, New York, they will launder, they will use massage parlors and Chinese massage parlors. They will use uh, Hispanic immigrants, whether from South America or Latin America or Mexico. They will use Chinese immigrants that come into San Gabriel and, and are put out on sex trafficking ranks. And they will use your daughter if they can lure her in through a dating site. And it looks like some hot guy with a couple of tats and our kids like like tattoos, and the next thing you know, they're having a fantasy relationship, and poof, they're gone, and they're with three or four or five or six other girls, and they are being traded from gang member to gang member, and law enforcement is trying to find them. These are the kinds of crimes we cannot afford to look the other way. So with that setting, I'm going to go into why I think that it is absolute folly that we defund the police. This started for me about a week and a half ago. Since this is an international uh, podcast, I'm going to share with you. By the way, these podcasts, before I go any further, these podcasts are all archived at exploitedcrimes.com. Exploitedcrimes.com. Go to listen. Go all the way down. They're all archived there. You can access them for free. By the way, you can put this show on your own website if you want to. There's no charge. You just uh, email me at opal at me and kids. Get it in bed code, and uh, you can have this show for free on your site. So I want to share with you um, a headline that happened about a week and a half ago for me. Headline, defunding 2020. Yes, the L.A. County SUBS, meaning L.A. County Board of Supervisors, has cut $145.5 million from the L.A. share budget and $49.1 million from probation, then they killed the Probation Oversight Commission, unless. Okay, now that's a headline. In this headline, I'm going to tell you, this is an opinion piece, and I normally do not work with opinion pieces because I want to work with facts. One of, one of the things about the great societal shift is that this generation of teenagers will have more information than any generation in history, but they will have less truth because there is article after article out there, and if you're going to become a researcher on this subject, you better pay attention. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of uh, inflated facts out there for people who are trying to do fundraising. I'm one of the people trying to do the fundraising, but I try to work with the facts. It is important to say who's writing this and how honest is it and where are the facts, where's the research that proves this. Well, It's based on another article, and this isn't the only article that we've seen, but we know and we've heard that that New York 
uh, de Blasio in New York is has literally decided to cut almost a billion dollars out of their New York law enforcement budget. Even if it's only a half a billion, that is a huge amount of money, depending on how it ends up. Think about that. They're in the middle of a COVID crisis. They're in the middle of a Black Lives Matter protest, protests that are burning buildings and tearing things down all across the nation. And they think that it's going to be good to defund the police so that we can be nicer to those people and they will act better. I cannot imagine anything more insane in my life. Well, I want to talk about that in light of what it takes to literally fight sex crimes and why this is so important. You see, as I look at this, we are having a convergence. In fact, I've written a book called Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. And by January, February of next year, we will have a documentary and a movie, thanks to many of you who were very generous in your donations. And by the way, I need more of those donations to help us get this thing out and get it all the visibility that we can and get it front and center. But the convergence I'm talking about is the the decision by uh, city councils, uh, by boards of supervisors, by uh, government agencies to take away funding to law enforcement, which at the same time, the cartels and organized crime are getting stronger and stronger. And at the same time, some of our cities and our governments, our, our state governments, have decided to let criminals out early including sex offenders. And I'm going to give you some very specific cases as this show progresses of how serious this is. Additionally, some governors, and I happen to live in one of those states, some governors are saying, look, I'm going to tell you which federal laws you have to enforce and which ones you can overlook, meaning we are a sanctuary state. We have decided that we can, in fact, Uh, ignore the laws of the border and that it's okay to let anybody we want to in without documentation. By the way, they don't get COVID tested when they come in that way for what it's worth. On top of it, our school boards are have decided that they are going to change curriculums for sex education to make them gender neutral to, to literally uh, encourage kids to have abortions or get sex change operations or that anal sex is not sex. You can still do anal sex and you're still a virgin. And all the time this is going on, they are cutting the budget so there's no proactive policing. In other words, the group homes are getting bigger, the the, the, um, the uh Foster system is uh, expanding all the time. Less kids are literally being protected. Child pornography rings are growing like crazy. Human trafficking is the fastest growing crime in America. And California happens to be the number one state. And about 70% of the cases are our kids 
our kids who go to school and now they don't go to school at all. They stay home and they go on the Internet and they meet they meet someone, they fall in love, they get that fantasy relationship, and poof, they are gone, and what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to call the police and file a missing persons report. And you're about to find out that the missing persons department has been defunded, and the sex trafficking department has been defunded, and the social media exploitation case cases have been defunded. And off you go. Where is your child? How do you find them? How do you get them back? And as you go to sleep that night knowing that your child might be controlled by some pimp in a sex trafficking ring and you have nowhere to go, you can thank your government officials. You need to think twice before you vote this election. This is Opal Singleton, Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit sin. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child's safe from predators seduced the grooming of america's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in america three out of four victims are u.s citizens most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the internet sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo sometimes it's catastrophic Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, 
chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the convergence of several societal changes that are taking place here, starting with, and the most important of the potential for defunding police across the nation. At the same time, we're letting sex offenders out early and we see cartels are ruling all around us. And on top of it, We have people that are ignoring the rule of law. So as I looked at this situation out in L.A., it is really, really frightening. The first thing you have to understand is that law enforcement is controlled. It is funded by political entities. In the case of LAPD, it's funded by the city council. Uh, they get to decide the budgets. The budget, you know, the the chief of police reports to them, submits the budget, and then the city council decides, no, you can have this, but you can't have that. The same thing with the uh, L.A. Sheriff Department. That is controlled by the board of supervisors. And so you can go to them, you say, here's my budget, and they go, no, we're not giving you that. What is behind the idea of defunding police is this idea that some police people have been bad, okay? I don't disagree with that. That's not my argument. I see the TV, and it breaks my heart. But I'm going to tell you that is 1% of the entire population. There are bad cops. I don't disagree with that. There are also bad pastors. I met a couple of them. I see them when they're arrested on child porn sites. There are bad computer programmers. They get arrested for child pornography also. There are bad teachers. There are people who get arrested for all kinds of things that are teachers. So we don't then just defund all the police, uh, all the teachers. We don't defund all the pastors. We don't defund all the animal catchers. And to absolutely cripple our society because we want to punish a very small group of people, there is something called the rule of law. Let's use it. And not make this the political uh, kind of circus that it is becoming. So out in L.A., as they're looking at taking $150 million out of that police budget or out of the sheriff budget, one of the first things that's going to go here is gang enforcement, special victims unit. That's where I work out of, uh, Special uh, Investigations Bureau. That includes 
physical and sexual abuse of children, rape, and human trafficking. Can you tell why my dander is up? It also includes cyber crimes, you know, like when your child goes on and sends a naked photo and suddenly they have 500 people who want more naked photos and they know where your child is and they want a lot of money from your child and your child's being harassed and they're starting to run away and cut and feel bad. All of those units are looking at having either being completely defunded or being severely cut back. And this is a really serious problem. I want to share with you why this is so important. Now, I'm prejudiced. I am not I am not apologizing in any way. I work to combat sex crimes. I serve as the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. I report to the Riverside County Sheriff Department through a US Department of Justice grant. So I am Uh, certainly prejudice, but I am not going to apologize because I see these crimes. I study them. I research them. I sat with parents whose kids are sending naked photos and they're missing. I, I work with parents and social workers who are trying to get kids back. I educate, I I have educated more than 400,000 people now about especially teenagers who will come to me just terrified. Can Can they get a picture off Snapchat? I'm really scared for my 10 year old sister. You know, how how do I get that photo back? Do you know that in America, according to the Center for Disease Control, literally 18,000 kids a day are sending a naked photo in the United States? I personally believe that number is low, by the way. And the University of Florida research study said that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed being blackmailed. Do you know what happens when a kid is being blackmailed with a naked photo? Forget the governments. Forget budgets. Think about your child sitting there cutting themselves. They can't go to school. They can't sleep. They they start to run away. They start to panic. Some of them kill themselves because they suddenly have people who are saying, I am going to destroy you with your naked photo. 9,000 kids a day are going through that in America. University of Toledo, Ohio says that 58% of those kids will literally go out and meet their pedophile to try to negotiate back that photo. So when your kid has disappeared because they're out there to try to get that photo back, who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? Who's going to show up? Do you know what it takes to solve that crime? You have to spend hours with a crime analyst. You have to know all your kids' social media information, their passwords and the names. You have to know if they have a Finsta or a Rinsta. That's a a real Instagram account or a fake Instagram. You have to know if your kid's going on TikTok or if they're going on TikTok Thought, T-H-O-T. That's the pornographic part. You have to know if your kid's on Snapchat or if they're out there selling it for cash on Snapcash where you can monetize a selfie. Did you know that 
Literally, amateur pornography is the fastest growing category in America for pornography. And it is our kids who decide to pick up an extra 25, 30 bucks for selling a naked photo so they can buy a new pair of Nikes and they think their body is hot and they think they're going to be discovered. And yeah, it may be in the porn site, but that's okay. They'll work their way up to be a model. You have to be comfortable with your body. And who is going to investigate this crime? You want to know why I get frosted? This, I always say, this frosts my cookies, and this is why. Look at this headline right here. In this headline, Inglewood man raped and strangled Bakersfield teen he met online, then burned her body. This is a week, a couple of weeks ago, okay? An Inglewood man accused of killing a 13-year-old Bakersfield girl. 13. She's just finishing puberty. I have a photo of her. Her name is Patricia Altori. She's gorgeous. She's cute as she can be. She looks like she's smart as a whip. Do you know that many smart kids get involved in sending naked photos because they have not been educated to understand how it all works? By the way, For those of people who have donated and may donate in the future to support our documentary, this case right here is exactly why. Exactly why we're doing what we're doing. And your money will go to change the world if you support this work of ours. This beautiful little 13-year-old girl, he convinced her to send him a naked photo and she met up with him. Just like, like I said... 58% of kids who are being blackmailed will go out and meet their pedophiles to try to negotiate it back. He raped her, then he strangled her, according to the court documents. He may face the death penalty, but under our system right now, it'll be amazing if he isn't just processed through the court and turned out early. That's right, because let me tell you, before I'll finish this case right here, and then I'm going to tell you where this goes. Atori was last seen the night of July 1st, according to the police surveillance video show, her getting into his white pickup truck. She's trying to get those images back. He traveled from L.A. County to Bakersfield to meet up with her. He drove her around the block against her will as she was screaming. Cruz strangled her as she continued to struggle and screamed, according to the documents. He dumped the dead girl's body and set the remains on fire, according to the documents. This is an important case to understand where we are headed when we defund the investigation of sex crimes. It gets even worse, folks. Let me share with you. I'm about out of time, so I'm going to save this to the next section here because we're going to be coming up against that break. But when you start defunding police and these investigations, these investigations are intense. It takes listening in on jail calls. Yes, much of this is being driven by cartels and gangs that are operating out of prison. You have to be able to identify these kids that are are sending the naked photo. It takes people like me to go out and educate them about why they need not to be sending a photo and where do naked photos go when you hit send and worse, 
what happens when you try to go out there and get them back. It takes literally sexual assault kids, and it takes people who know how to investigate and talk to young minors who are being coerced into modeling or falling in love with some Romeo and trying to convince them not to get involved with prostitution, that this is going to go bad. And it takes surveillance uh, units setting hour upon hour trying to find your missing kid and get them back. We do not want to defund police One of us, many of us, are going to pay the price if we do. This is Opal Singleton. It is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. 
Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. We are a nonprofit organization. We are small but mighty. Uh, With COVID, we're smaller than ever. Scares the socks off me, quite frankly. And uh, there's no end in sight. Uh, I will share with you just a quick appeal here is that that uh, never in my lifetime, I, I have always wanted to run a smaller organization so that when people donate, we do the work. And uh, we were able to fund this documentary. Now, we only partially funded it. We are in partnership with uh, Giving University and uh, my friend Steve Bray over there, and I really am grateful for his coming forward. It it will be a dynamite documentary put out by Stephen Peake and Maria Peake of Aurora's Media. It will be a full-fledged movie. Movie plus a documentary that will be cut out of it, a futuristic documentary that will be in it about four kids in schools. It'll go 45 minutes for schools, uh, be part of the film, and show where technology's headed, all the new technologies, and how they can be used for good and how you can be a leader, but also that if it's a world without borders for you, it's a world without borders for pimps, gangs, cartels, organized crime, and and yes, pedophiles and predators. And so you need to know how to protect yourself. This generation of kids, this is one of the reasons why the defending of police right now is just so darn scary to me. This generation of kids will literally have 20,000 followers and they may have 5 million likes on a TikTok or a, a bite uh, uh video that they're sending out there. They will literally make their relationships with people they don't know. But online crimes are very, very difficult. Child pornography crimes are very, very difficult to research and find. So your child all the time right now is out of school. It is uh, really scary for an organization like me and kids. You know, we make our income by making public presentations and selling books and uh, and donating by people like yourself and we haven't been able to do that since March 12th so we get smaller and smaller and smaller and you know the first couple of months I thought well for three or four months we'll survive it but we're starting to look like at the end of the year everything is being cancelled in the meantime we are going to go through with this work because almost every day we have a parent who says my kid has more time online my kid is autistic and they're taking chances uh you know, I can't be there all the time. I need to work and my kid is out of school and and they're taking chances and they're doing stupid stuff on the Internet. And now they're in trouble and I don't know how to help them. And quite frankly, there's just not enough resources for doing it. So I feel like I'm bailing out a cruise ship with a teaspoon. It is crazy what is going on there as my resources get lower and lower and the and the impact gets greater and greater. But this is going to happen. What does it take to investigate sex crimes? They are not like going down to a C-store that is being robbed. It is not like a, a home invasion burglary or something like that. They, one of the, the ones that I often think about is the Bulldog Gang out of uh, Fresno. And the Fresno up there had a tremendous chief of police. He, he was just tremendous. He retired. I think he might be running for city council now. And, uh, and he was just tremendous 
genius in what he did, but he researched that. There were over 500,000 hours of interception calls where they monitored jail calls. You see, even if you get these guys in prison or in jail, which now we decided to let them out early, as you will soon see, they will still operate these rings because they get illicit phone calls in there. And so these crimes are multi-jurisdictional. Our guys will work on a crime. They will work with a young victim who's terrified, who's being raped, who's being sodomized over and over, who's being traded from one gang to the other. You have no idea what that's like for a 15-year-old to belong to an entire gang, and then they trade you to a whole new gang. We have one case where she was traded to five gangs in just a few months. She will never be okay. You have to do cell phone analysis. You have to do uh, cell phone tower pinging on there. You have to do undercover surveillance. You have to literally do uh, undercover sex uh, interactions in there. You have to track down sex ads. You have to track these people. You'll just get a case ready to break and they will move from one county to another county or even another state. You have to set up reverse stings on there. And then you have to have somebody who's really good with a victim. Uh, we have so we interact with social media and probation. I could not believe in LA they are not only letting people out early. Early, they are defunding probation. Let me tell you what that means, folks. Here's Orange County. I was real proud of the Orange County uh, DA and the sheriff down there. Uh, they are spitting nails on this case, and they ought to be. There is a judge. I was going to come up with his name here. See, I'm going to comb through this at break and come up with his name. You need to be careful who you vote for. And I'm not trying to get you to vote Democrat or Republican. That's your business. I have my own opinion. I'd like to share it, but I don't do that. But what I will tell you is decide if this person's got a history of being hard on crime. Are they going to defund police? Are they going to let out people early? If they're from California and they supported Proposition 57, they lied to you. We, we raised $10,000 a year and a half ago and got all these signatures on Proposition 57. Yes, the public voted to let people out early. They were thinking they were letting out guys who had smoked a little too much pot and went down to a C-store and stole some Oreos. And so, yeah, they ought to be let out early because our jails had something like 10 times the number of people in there. But they promised you it would not include sex offenders. They lied. They lied to you. Okay. Even the governor of California stood there and said, I will not let out sex offenders early. And then they had a case with Judge Alan Sumner. If you're from Sacramento, remember that name. And he had a case where a sex offender decided to file suit against L.A., excuse me, against California, saying he was being discriminated against. Yes, he was. And there's a reason for that, because sex offenders are like a revolving door. 
And so what happened is Alan Sumner, remember that name, folks, Judge Alan Sumner in Sacramento said, you know, you're right, you're being discriminated against, and we're going to let you out early. Now with COVID-19, they are letting lots of people out early. These are sex offenders who, what about the people who testified against them? You want to defund police. You get a repeat sex offender. You get them in prison. You get them so that we cannot listen to their phones anymore because they've defunded any kind of investigation. And then you get a judge who says now they can get out early, as in the case of Orange County. This headline, Orange County DA outraged. No kidding. This is May 2nd, okay, just before my birthday. Happy birthday, Opal. (laughs) Anyway, excuse me, but I get irate when I read stuff like this. Orange County DA outraged after commissioner releases seven dangerous sex offenders due to COVID-19 restrictions. I want you to, I'm going to get these people on my site so you can see their photos. These are hardcore lifetime sex offenders who are being let out so they don't get COVID. You know, uh, Spitzer down there, the district attorney, I'm proud of him, man. He took this on, the sheriff in Orange County. They are not overcrowded in the Orange County jail. They're down to 45% of capacity. There is no overcrowding, and there was no reason for doing this kind of thing. I want you to see these guys who are now out there. Think about the children they molested. Think about the women who testified against them to get them in there. One of the newly freed men, as part of the community warning, their ages are 27 to 52. These are some nasty-looking critters, okay? Try to keep it clean. Everyone has a history of a lewd offense, Most of them had already been out on probation and took off their GPS devices. One of the offenders that was released early actually went down and exposed himself at the parole uh, office, probably trying to get back into jail because he knows he's dangerous to society. His name is Rudy uh, Magdaleno, I think it is. 39 released from jail under court order after serving 71 days. Uh, he uh, he had taken off his GPS monitor. Now, all of these guys are absolute threats to society. Sex offenders, number one, are not able to be rehabilitated. I believe this is the sheriff talking. And number two, if you're cutting off your GPS, you don't want your parole agent to know where you are. If you're not char- charging your GPS device, you don't know and you don't want the community to know. So this is absolutely insane. You ought to see these people who now are living amongst you. They are right back in the community where you are. And now you're going to defund the police and it will end up in slowing down the prosecutions. You not only are not able to go out and get them back, you can't get them through the court to get them charged. And then when you get them in prison, we release them early. Why on earth would a cop want to get up in the morning, put on a uniform and go out to your community to protect you and your family and your child. And when your child goes missing because they've sent one of those naked photos 
and there's suddenly a stake, you're going to have to ask yourself, what went wrong with our society that we would allow this, that nobody will provide the resources we need to get your child back? My name is Opal Singleton. It is me and kids and it's exploited crimes against humanity. We are up against the break. If you want to send me an email, write to me at opal at me and kids. We'll uh, me and kids dot org. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators seduced the grooming of america's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in america three out of four victims are u.s citizens most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the internet sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo sometimes it's catastrophic Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. 
VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the situation when we defund the police, especially on uh, sex crimes. But I want to take it one more uh, way before we leave today. I know from all the research that I have done that whenever you have a society that dismembers the rule of law, that starts to decide you have to obey this federal law, but you can ignore this federal law, when you start to take out the police department or when the, when the rule of law no longer prevails within a society, the gangs and organized crime and cartels take over. I have often said that I believe with all my heart that the difference between the United States and other countries is back when mobs and uh, uh, the uh, the uh, organized crime was controlling and taking over our country that the FBI came in that was back when the FBI was still a viable entity and that uh, it it literally followed the rule of law we're starting to see a change in that uh, here with what has gone on but in those cases it went in and took on the cartel it took on the mob and the organized crime and that is why we have a middle class in the United States when you have many countries such as El Salvador and Guatemala and Honduras and Albania that do not have a middle class. The reason you have a middle class is that when you make money, you get to keep it. You don't have to pay tax to a cartel who comes in and controls everything you own, that knows how much you have in your bank account and will go in and receive it, that knows that when you make a little extra money that they tax it and take it away from you. That is why America has a middle class is because we have a rule of law and we have police and federal agencies like FBI and Homeland Security that that actually implement and make sure that these cartels pay a price. Let me share with you what is going on down in Mexico and South America. If you think that we no longer need a lot of police and we can just let the society, we'll give the money to our society and let them rule themselves. Here's a headline that happened this last week, okay? Well, let me start with the one that happened today. Over 70,000 people missing in Mexico since 2006 amid rise in cartel violence. According to the commission's figure, uh, almost 28,000 people have disappeared that they know of since 2018, okay? And they are finding all kinds of large-scale mass graves down in Mexico. That is literally 80 miles from my house where we're at. Deadlier than COVID-19, Mexican crime rate increases, this headline says from last week. Last week in one night in one town in Mexico had 117 murders. Uh, Chicago, by the way, had 79 shot 
in one day over the 4th of July with 15 of them dying. So we're not very far away from where we're headed. When you start defunding police, then the cartels began to rule. All you have to do is look at the crime rate in Chicago, the crime rate in New York, and you start to see that when you take away police, that your life is going to change forever. When you have people disappearing and being murdered, here's a headline that I saw today. This was fascinating. You want to uh, defund the police? Here we go. Doug, drug cartels and rebel groups in Colombia are imposing their own bloody ca- coronavirus lockdowns across Colombia and killing those who do not obey. At least eight civilians have been murdered by armed groups, some of them holdovers from Colombia's half-century war. In one town alone, the residents are banned for, by gangs from fishing, limit their income and their food, have a 5 p.m. curfew, and uh, enforcing street vendors inside. Violent gangs are stopping people from leaving their homes, even when sick. Uh, in two provinces, they've torched motorcycles. They've shut down transport between villages. Uh, anyone with COVID are told to leave the region or they will be killed. No one has a choice but to obey. They never see the government here. The reason I want you to see that is this is what happens when you defund police is it isn't like we're all going to have, uh, you know, utopia and and govern ourselves and we're all just going to be good do-gooders and we're all just going to be wonderful people who take care of each other. When you have a law enforcement vacuum, organized crime comes in and takes control. And we're one of the few countries left in the world that that has not yet quite happened. But we're at a tipping point. You know, this gets very personal when it comes to sex crimes and when uh, when you start defending. But it's also very large scale, and it will change our society forever. Think about what's going on. We're in isolation. The government's telling us what we can do. They're limiting our income. Our kids are out of school, and now they are coming in, defunding police and letting prisoners out early. We need to stop and think about this. My name is Opal Singleton. The organization is millionkids.org. I'd ask you to think about funding us, to send us the money we need to stay on the air, to keep fighting the fight, to be able to sit with parents when these kids have sent a naked photo and help them find their kids, to be able to support law enforcement, to educate you and others and educate everywhere we can. If you want to donate to us, donate at millionkids.org. M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S, millionkids.org. Go in there, hit that donate button, or else find the P.O. box and send us money. We desperately need it to make this happen. We are in the fight of our lives, not just the fight of our lives, but we are in the fight for our kids' future in ways we can't even imagine, in ways to be able to educate our kids to respect 
respect the rule of law, respect law enforcement, and not listen to all that garbledy goop about sex education that goes on there that says sex change is the most priority for our six-year-old, okay? We got to get our priorities straight. If you believe in us and our cause, I'd ask you to support the work of me and kids by going to millionkids.org, hit that donate button, and help us out. We desperately need it. Folks, these are tough times, and we're going to be tough people, and we're going to survive this. I'd encourage you to have a good week out there. Put your arms around your kids and your grandkids and let them know how proud you are of them, how much you believe in them. The four most powerful words for fighting human trafficking are I believe in you. You folks have a great week. Take care of your family. We'll see you next Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Or you can visit these sites and archived at exploitedcrimes.com. Go to listen. Have a great week, folks. Tell your kids you love them. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.